Chapter 26 Jesus did not come to save us from the Father. Why did Jesus come to earth? Was it to save the world from its sins? If so, why was it necessary for Jesus to save us from sin? To keep us from an eternity in hell? To answer yes makes avoiding hell and being saved from God's punishment the chief reason for the incarnation of Jesus upon the earth. Now, Jesus did die, of course, and he did atone for our sins and save us from hell. Such was intrinsic to the Father's purpose. Such was not, however, his central purpose. Sadly, a great many Christians view Jesus' mission to earth is being sent to protect us from certain death at the hand of an angry God intent upon the eternal punishment of sin and all sinners who die in that sin without having made a confession of Christ as Savior. Such is the prevailing evangelical interpretation of the atonement and Jesus' death on the cross. Though this is not explicitly stated, the implication is that Jesus saves us from God almost more than from our sins. But God cannot be both loving Father and avenging angel of death at the same time. He can display a wide variety of seemingly disparate characteristics in his complex nature, but his intrinsic being must be one. It's the dichotomy between Genesis 2 and Genesis 3. It's the chasm between garden fellowship and the lie crying, Hide! Jesus didn't come primarily to save us from the vengeful hands of an angry God. He came to tell us, Your sins are going to result in your death. But your Father loves you so much that he has sent me to you, so that I could lead you back up to him. I cannot myself save you. I am merely the Son. I have come to rescue you and take you home. The Father has sent me for you, because of his great love for you. He is your salvation and refuge. I am the one he sent to offer it to you. He alone, your tender and loving Father, can save you from your sins. Come, take my hand. Let me show you your wonderful and loving Father. Don't hide from him. Come to him, with me. That was Jesus' purpose to reveal God's personality and character, and to lead us to the Father, so that the Son and the Father together might save us from our sins. God is our Father. Jesus came to show us and tell us what he is like. By pitting Jesus against the Father, 
as if the atonement were a gigantic shield that Jesus holds up to ward off the deadly arrows of the Father's wrath, is to erect a schism in the very center of the Godhead itself. To our shame, this theology is based on a schizophrenic God who cannot himself decide which half of his nature to direct toward earth, his hatred of sin or his love for his creatures. And it is a heartbreaking oversimplification from the enemy, unknowingly deepened into the evangelical consciousness by its most popular preachers and theologians who cannot imagine that God might perhaps be more forgiving than they. God is triumphantly one. His nature must be one. And his nature is to love and forgive. George MacDonald wrote, God is one, and the depth of foolishness is reached by that theology which talks of God as if he held different offices and differed in each. It sets a contradiction in the very nature of God himself. It represents him as having to do something as a judge, which as a father he would not do. The atonement originates in the Father's love, not in his vengeance. Jesus was sent that the Father might love us back home with open arms, not threaten us back with a whip. Father, forgive us for believing so comfortably the lies of fear, even more than we have believed in your goodness. Forgive us for glossing over the words of your Son, I and the Father are one. Forgive us for erecting a schism in the Godhead of your being, as if it were the Son's duty to protect us from the Father. Forgive us our foolish blindness that would pit Jesus against you. Thank you for opening our eyes to the truth that Jesus wants to take us to you, in whom is our salvation, not hide us from your wrath behind his atonement. Forgive us for so long living in the midst of this dichotomy created by our unbelief. Help us to see, dear Father, that independence and fear and all the lies Satan sends against us are the enemies we need to be saved from. Sin is the enemy, not our precious loving Father. Truly, we need rescuing, and you are the one who can save us. Open our eyes still more, Father. Reveal more of the high purposes of your truth to us. Help us to cast off the futile fig leaves of our fear, confessing ourselves the children we are. Surround us with the warmth of your embrace. Help us to become fully mature sons and daughters. O oh God, our Father, help us to believe in your smiling, open-armed goodness.